Hello everyone. Today I am going to share my views on the novel Wuthering Heights. This novel is very close to my heart uh, as there are certain passages that tell us about the the trauma, the turmoil and the depth of love. As you all know that this novel is uh, the only novel of Emily Bronte. Uh, she was born in 1818 and unfortunately she breathed her last in 1848 and uh, she was one of the famous bronte sisters um, who are often called um, the stormy sisterhood the other two being charlotte and annie uh, though emily was a poet as well she is remembered only as a novelist and this novel was first appeared in 1847 and it at once attracted the notice of every discerning reader uh, wuthering heights is i guess the only novel of its kind in the whole range of english fiction its passion and imaginative force uh, has made it the recipient of enthusiastic laudation when we talk about wuthering heights first we need to uh, know something about the uh, famous characters in the novel Uh, Wuthering Heights is actually the name of the farmhouse that is owned by Earnshaws. The main character of the the main characters of the novel are Mr. and Mrs. Earnshaw and their children, Catherine and Hindley. Four miles away from Wuthering Heights lives the Lintons with their children, Edgar and Isabella. Things start happening with the arrival of a destitute boy picked up by the elder Mr. Earnshaw from a Liverpool street. This boy is named Heathcliff and is brought up in the Earnshaw family like one of its members. Heathcliff's passionate and wild nature finds its complement in Catherine, and as he grows up, he falls fiercely in love with her. But Catherine's brother Hindley dislikes extremely uh, Heathcliff's wooing of her, and after the death of his father, starts maltreating and humiliating him. One day, Heathcliff overhears Catherine saying that her marrying him would degrade her. He quietly slips away from Wuthering Heights to collect some fortune and escape further humiliation. And then he returns after three years, a very prosperous man, and is welcomed by Ivan Hindley, who is now a married man and is having a son named Hamilton. Heathcliff finds Catherine as wife of Edgar Linton, a colourless character. He is not. dealt in detail he is now bent upon fierce revenge and the destruction of both the families that is the unsure family as well as the lintons he succeeds in joining hindley by enticing him to a life of dissipation in gambling hindley loses everything including wuthering heights to heathcliff and is reduced to utter poverty Catherine still has some fascination for her old lover and her mind is violently torn by a psychological conflict She dies after, <coughs> sorry, giving birth to a baby daughter, Cathy. But Heathcliff goes ahead in his pursuit of ferocious revenge. And then what he does is he marries Edgar's sister Isabella, not because he loves her, but of out of revengefulness. He takes pleasure in maltreating her, even though uh, he gets her son by her. After Hindley's re, uh, renunciation, he and his son Hareton. a completely under his power 
He treats them as serfs, just as he himself was once treated by Henley, but he is not placated yet. He forces Cathy to marry his very ugly and chronically ill son, but his son is dead before long, and Cathy and Hareton start loving each other most passionately. This frustrating Heathcliff's design to capture the property of both the Earnshaw and the Lindens. He feels quite upset and enervated and feels as if Catherine were calling him from her grave. Everything starts reminding him of his old love. He accepts her call and dies without completing the process of his fierce revenge. He leaves behind Cathy and Hareton, united with each other, with calm returning to Wuthering Heights and the surrounding Yorkshire Moors. From the outline of the plot, it must have been understood what a fierce ram of love, hate and revenge Wuthering Heights is. In the hands of a lesser artist, the whole thing would have looked but a cheap melodrama of the blood and thunder type. But Emily Bronte's imaginative power and vicarious passions sustain the novel at a much higher plane. It's really strange that a young, shy, introspective, consumptive girl, always repressed by her uh, puritanic parents during her adolescent years, could come out with such a blazing saga of elemental passions. She may well be contrasted with an earlier female novelist, Jane Austen, who was an anachronism in the age of romanticism, which exalted passion and imagination. Emily Bronte, like her sister Charlotte Bronte, was an anachronism in the age of Victorian society and distrust of passion and imagination. Like uh, Heathcliff's passion, hatred and consuming desire for revenge are all together primitive and elemental. Emily Bronte also succeeds well in delineating the landscape of the Yorkshire Moors, where she was born and where she lived. The moors around Wuthering Heights really provide an excellent background for the fierce drama of love, hate and revenge. They are primitive, uncultivated and defiant and these epithets may with justice be applied to Heathcliff himself.